BG Mania, a video game music podcast from March 20th, 2021, is presented by leveldowngames.com. You're listening to Tavern at the End of the World from The Witcher, released October 30th, 2007, composed by Adam Skorupa and Paul Blasak. Welcome to another episode of BG Mania, a video game music and discussion podcast brought to you by leveldowngames.com. I'm Brian, and if you're new around here, what we like to do on this show is challenge ourselves to never play the same track more than once, except for special occasion episodes. Each and every week, myself and a special guest will sit down and chat about a particular topic, theme, game, or composer while listening to some really excellent music, sometimes even multiple times per week. Do us a quick favor if you don't mind, head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever listening to us and leave that five-star rating into review so we continue to climb those charts in terms of search results. Today on BG Mania, we're celebrating St. Patrick's Day this week by swinging open the doors to the local taverns and seeing what we can find. Oftentimes going with a medieval or renaissance fair approach to the music, taverns and video games can offer up some unique experiences, especially in role-playing games. Because as you know, or as you should know, any good D&D campaign begins with the adventurers meeting inside a tavern. I've invited Sean from the Level Down Games podcast back on the BG Mania this week to sit down and chat about taverns and the games we've chosen tracks from for the episode today, as it was he who actually suggested this episode last year. But before we bring him in, let's go ahead and kick off our first block of three tracks for the episode. You're listening to Cloak and Dagger from The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, released May 19th, 2015, composed by Marcin Przalbowicz.
You're listening to The Lover Cried Out from Pillars of Eternity, released March 26th, 2015, composed by Justin E. Bell. You're listening to The Bannered Mare from The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, released November 11th, 2011, composed by Jeremy Soule.
All right, and we're back in here and joining me here in the studio from the Level Down Games podcast. You can catch him there. Creating laughs, creating sounds. It's Sean. Welcome to BG Watch. Hey, appreciate it, man. We're Stone Cold and I are glad to be here. It's uh, Austin 316 day, the day we're recording this episode. So uh, I had to throw in a couple uh, Stone Cold sound clips. I, I hope you guys can allow him. He's uh, he's a regular tavern goer as well. So oh, yeah. Works. Yeah, you, you picture him back in the Middle Ages. He would have been kicking back, you know, slamming some cold ones with other burly dudes at the tavern, I'm sure. And that's the bottom line, Stone Cold said so. <laughs> I'm glad you got the soundboard fired up, though. It's late at night. Usually, you, you had to dust it off. I mean, it's even been a few weeks since you've used it. You've been missing the Love Down Games podcast. You had to dust everything off just to do the show tonight. I had to blow on it harder than a Nintendo cartridge, man. There's just a lot of dust gathered on that bad boy. I know, I know. It seems to be gravitating your way the older you get. It's dusty over there. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is, man. Crusty old dusty over here. What are we going to do? Oh, man. Well, the day speaking of this, old, speaking of old <laughs> 1400s coming up here, the uh, day that this podcast episode posts is St. Patrick's Day. And often people, when it's not a pandemic, go out to bars and who knows, people probably still will be uh, in certain places, but that, you know, people gravitate toward the bars and throw back some green beer to celebrate the Irish. And here on BG Mania, I, I figured, you know, there's really not a lot of Irish music. Man, I mean, that might be a fun episode to do in the future, see if we could find a lot of instances of of Irish-type stuff in uh, in, in video games. Maybe we have Sev help us out with that one. You know, he's he's closer to uh, boots on the ground over there, something like that. I don't know how you would say no, that. Ahead. But... Uh, <laughs> We're going to celebrate St. <laughs> Patrick's Day by tavern music. And this was a fun playlist to put together. It reminded me a lot. Uh, Frank and I, back in the day, did an episode on, uh, it was called Medieval Times. And it, it was a lot of music very much like this. And this specifically is all just music that you can find playing while inside of the tavern in a video game. So... It's mostly RPGs and that kind of stuff. But, Sean, I know tavern music is, is very close to your heart. Someone that is oftentimes confused as a, as a, as a male dwarf or, or any other RPG, sometimes a gnome. You know, gnomes can go to the taverns, too, I guess. Yeah, you know, it's true. They don't get served right away. But after, no, because after they can't see you. They can't there. see you because you're standing yeah. under, the, under the counter type of a thing. It's tough. It, it's like being in a nightclub in NYC with the music's blaring and you're trying to get drinks, but you're the ugly guy and there's a bunch of uh, hot chicks at the bar, so you're going to get the last bottle of beer. And that's just the way it is. 99 bottles of beer on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Hang on. What? All right, Brian, I'm here. Oh, man. It's been a long time, Angus. Oh, you're telling me. Oh, Angus, what are you doing here, man? I didn't tell you that we were recording. Well, I heard you're doing tavern talk, so I thought I'd come in here and, uh, you know, bring my talents. Tavern talk. What are you doing, tavern been, talk? Yeah, I was going to say, it's been a long time since we've done tavern talk. That's been retired for, damn, almost a year, if not longer. It I don't has. even remember. I don't even remember oh, the last man. time we did tavern talk. It's yeah, sad. It, I'm sorry, Brian. Angus is just... He's drunk. He's He just got back from the tavern. 
the problem is we just redid his hole. And so he's he's kind of staying with us, and so he's just butts into everything. Man, get out of here, Angus. All right, I'm out of here. I'll see you later. All right, there we go. We're good. So a- Angus is basically, for, for those who don't listen to the Level Down Games podcast, Angus is Sean at, like, 22 <laughs> years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I he's got just, rid of the accent. He, he's just your old persona coming back drunk every night, <laughs> crawling into the hole. <laughs> Hey man, we gotta keep it going. We gotta keep it keeping. I don't know. The only thing I'll tell you about tavern music is it brings out the kid in me, which is hilarious because kids don't belong in taverns. But one of the things I loved to do playing in video games was hang out in the tavern. I don't know what it is. There's just something. I, I, my dad's a bartender in real life. I grew up in the bar. Uh, I don't know if that has something to do with it. I'm sure some psychiatrist will tell me, or if we do some Rorschach tests or something i'll, gotta, I'll probably gotta see gotta get, a gotta of bust out it. those ink blots or something <laughs> <laughs> but i love taverns man if you log on wow i'm the dude sitting in the chair in the in one of the taverns just hanging out like i love hanging out in taverns and the music is just such a good time it's good background music too it oh, always yeah. is is decent it always sets the tone uh you know even in skyrim the tavern music in the background is just so great. Even if, if you got stupid bards or something playing, you can still enjoy it. Which was one of the tracks that we had just listened to before we came back in, the Bannered Mare from from Skyrim. Um, that the you know, it's, it's fun. That's that's a game that I really still need to play. You know, I've only ever played just a few hours of Skyrim, famously, and w- tried to make it a 2020 goal to play through Skyrim, the definitive edition on the PS4 for the LDG podcast, and then never got around to it. Um, you were going to play it, but then you took an arrow to the knee or in your I case, did. A, a bong to the face. You know? A like bong to just, the face. Yeah. <laughs> You're just busy. <laughs> I'm just freaking stoned out of my mind. No time for Skyrim. No, I'm just kidding. You know, the resident Skyrim player for a long time was Frank. Frank, yeah. He's uh, he's, fom- sell you he's on foaming that. at the mouth. He's foaming at the mouth for Skyrim, or Elder Scrolls Six. I mean. Uh, every every year he thinks it's the year, and I keep telling him it's not happening. It's not. It's not <laughs> happening, brother. But with <laughs> with Bethesda, you know, all their games popping up on Game Pass, and I still have that definitive edition, literally sitting right over there on the shelf with all the other physical PS4 games that I have. I will still get around to Skyrim at some someday. I just don't know when. I really, I mean, I want to play it. It's just a ten year old game at this point, so it's tough to get in like the excitable mood to, to play something. I, mean, I don't it's know. It's pretty good it, switch play, like airplane game, you know? Like you can Didn't you play it on the, the airplane? I did. I did. I flew to I think Hawaii and I just played Skyrim the whole time. I think I, I remember that because you were trying to th- you were trying to figure out what you were going to buy for the airplane ride and I think you ended up with Skyrim or something. I had like Skyrim that. and Minecraft and I think I was bored after like <laughs> In three hours minutes. of playing both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's just something about Skyrim where you have to be immersed in what you're doing. If you're just going to go, you know, beat quest to beat quest, I think you're better off playing an MMO and listening to Spotify. But but when you can get into spot like, you know, Skyrim and really enjoy your character and enjoy the world, there's nothing else like it. And I think that's what tavern music, just bringing it back full circle, that's what it's all about. It's just immersing yourself in the actual world. There's nothing particularly 
you know, flashy about tavern music. Some of them are more upbeat, but a lot of them are a little more chill, a little more laid back. So I really enjoy the vibe of being able to put myself in a completely different era and just kick back and throw up a pint, listen to tales of, uh, you know, glory and revelry, as our Angus friend would say. Oh, yeah. The old intro to Tavern Talk. Some of the some of the tracks we're gonna play today are not chill. <laughs> <laughs> no, some of them aren't. Some of them are more, I don't know, upbeat. Like I said, some some tracks definitely take a, a some liberties with with what you would hear as, as tavern music. But that's why I kind of picked those ones as well because they stand out amongst everything else that sounds so similar. So yeah, it, it, can, it's it's a fun that. dichotomy. To, to kind of throw everything in and just kind of compare and contrast. All right, man. Well, I think that's a good place to go ahead and cut to our next block of tracks here. We've got some good ones coming up. Let's take a listen to these, and then you and I will be right back right after this. You're listening to Cutlass Inn from Neverwinter Nights, released June 18th, 2002, composed by Jeremy Soule. You're listening to Milk Bar from The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, released October 26, 2000, composed by Koji Kondo.
You're listening to Tavern from Fantasy Life, released October 24th, 2014, composed by Nobuo Uematsu. I, I want to focus specifically because one of them actually is from Majora's Mask from The Legend of Zelda, and it's uh, the milk bar theme. And, yeah. you know, when when you think about it, that, again, that's sort of a tavern for, the you know, the Zelda series. And, damn it, I just wanted to play that theme in there. <laughs> it's the closest thing we have to a tavern in the Zelda series. Yeah, at least in at least in Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time. I mean, there was like in Castletown, there was there were not really was bars. There a pub in Castletown? I was gonna say I don't think there was a pub. I don't think there was. Damn, I'd I have mean, to go Link back wouldn't and be there. He didn't no, hang out with no, but there might have it might have been implied that there was one either by. NPC, I can't remember. Damn, I'd have to go back and look. But Dompe would know. Yeah, Dompe would know. Mm-hmm. He'd hit that guy mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever play Fantasy Life? I did. I think we. I think we bought it. Like Kyle and I bought it. I know. I know Jessica was really a big fan of it, and uh, Bedroth, friend of the show, over very good music of EGM podcast with the Sun Shoot Capel, uh, often talks about Fantasy Life. Um, you know, playing the the tavern piece from that game. That's a good one. That, that that is the closest thing to a banger that we have on this episode. I can tell you that. And then I know. I, I think because I think the last time you were on BG Mania. We, what did we do? I don't remember, but we were playing a lot of things from Neverwinter Nights and Boulder's Gate. I can't remember the theme of the episode that you were last on. I'd have to go back and and check the files. Gotta make me actually do work. Um, But I remember that we played one or two tracks from Neverwinter Nights, and I think you had said that you've never played... I Never have Winter not, Nights. is that correct? And I haven't since, 
But this song that you're going to play from Neverwinter Nights made me want to play. Okay. I, I, I remember because I was trying to think of like the conversation that we had had. And, and I'm still trying to look to see if I can find out the, the episode theme that you were last on. Um, Just look for the lowest listened to. Look for the lowest listened episode that and we can find. And then <laughs> see Sean's name attached next to it. No. No, you're never on the stinkers, Sean. Those are the ones that I just produced. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, dude. It's been, that's why it, it's been so long. Why? It was back in August of, August of last year. It was the tabletop inspired episode. Oh, wow. But that's why I was thinking of it because I had picked a lot of Baldur's Gates and Neverwinter Nights and, and that kind of stuff for that particular, you know, Dungeons and Dragons music for that episode. So damn, it's it's been a long time since we've had you on the show. Holy crap! I thought you've been on there more recently. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is kind of the same category because you can put a lot of this stuff on. <laughs> I know. And still play tabletop gaming. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just an extension of that category, honestly. Oh man, welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, that's why we had to have you back on the show for it. So, got to run it back, man. But yeah, I, I like this particular track here from Neverwinter Nights. It has that. Oh damn, I don't know what what string instrument is that. Would that just be like a Spanish guitar or something at the beginning like of the wire? track? Maybe. I'm not a hundred percent sure. It's so peaceful, though. It's so. Or is good. it a lute? It could be a lute. That sounds more like a lute because isn't the lyre like kind of like a mini harp? It would be, yeah, I think the lyres, because I think lyres were in Immortals Phoenix Rising as part of the side quest, and those were harp-like instruments, yes. It's like a U-shaped <laughs> harp is a lyre. Yeah. And then the lute, the lute looks like a guitar that you'd see in Disney's Robin Hood. Yeah, like a, like a little small version. Just so, you know, yeah. they probably play it with it facing up, I think, is how that goes. Yeah, like it, yeah. it kind of looks like a, a mid-century, like, I don't know, medieval ukulele or something like that. Like, Yeah. You know who can Kyle's play one? Kyle. Right I was going to say, you know who would know? Kyle. And he well, probably Kyle knows how to play one. Kyle had a mandolin in high school. <laughs> That's how he got the girls in high school, was by playing the mandolin. Yeah, sure. What did you play in high school, Sean? The trombone? I played on the heartstrings, Brian. I played the trombone. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not play an instrument in band or anything? I played trumpet. Oh, okay, so you were a trumpet man. You you were yeah. Neil Neil Armstrong or Louis Armstrong ended up. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was somebody. May yeah, he rest somebody. in peace. Man, this show though. Man, we yeah. are turning out some quality. That's what concert. happens <laughs> when you, when you're on, Sean. That's what happens when you're on. That's why I'm not on. That's why you stopped appearing, so that way we don't get you sidetracked on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, gosh, man. Well, you know how it is. I'll come on to do a BG Mania, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, so this is a track inspired by Monster Jam, Still Titans. And I'd be like, yeah, this one time at the swap meet, man, I was picking out this churro, and then freaking... <laughs> but that's why the audience likes you, Sean. Bit. It's like, why, that's, Sean? That's why, why the audience that likes you. That's why they I like just, you. Because I talk about nonsense and it makes them because you're better real. About themselves. <laughs> 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 ah, get this guy out of here. Oh man. Oh man. All right. Well, what say 
we go ahead and take another listen to three tracks that we've picked for the episode today. We've got some fun ones here in this block. I think you're going to like it. We're going to kick things off with a really strong one. And then Sean will be back right after. You're listening to In the Bar from Streets of Rage 2, released December 20th, 1992, composed by Yuzo Kashiro. It's Kyle from The Media Files. And if you don't know what The Media Files is, what are you even doing? The Media Files is a pop culture review to help you get through those boring water cooler conversations. Every episode, a special guest and I will be talking about something happening in pop culture, whether it's movies, television, music, books, sports, video games, you name it, we'll talk about it. Subscribe to The Media Files on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you there. listening to The Pub from The Last Story, released August 14th, 2012, composed by Nobuo Uematsu.
You're listening to Belly Dancers from Age of Conan Hyborian Adventures, released May 20th, 2008, composed by Nut Evanstrup Hagen. Had to include, obviously, kicking things off within the bar from Streets of Rage 2. Anytime I'm able to get some Yuzo Koshiro on an episode, I'm gonna do it. You do it. I'm it gonna do it. It doesn't matter if he's screaming into a microphone and slapping his butt, you do it. Can you imagine if that's like how he produced a track? That's how he does all of them, isn't it? Um, if he does, man, I he makes know. some magical things. Yeah, well, you know, that is, that in itself is magical, my friend. And it's just, you know, after playing uh, Streets of Rage 4 last year, and then with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge getting announced last week, beat-em-ups kind of being back in the spotlight, River City Girls did really well. Um, I, you know, I, I love these kind of games, dude. Streets of Rage 2 is still so good. Is this one in Sega chiptune? Yeah. So, I have a soft spot in my heart for Sega chiptune, like... I can't even begin to describe. I always thought the Sega versions of good, of games had better music. It's the, the FM Nintendo. synth that the Sega actually had. That's I mean yeah. it's, it's what Yuzo Koshiro famously is known for like being the master of, you know, taking advantage of it. It's it's incredible sounding even to today, even today. Oh like yeah. The the 8-bit and 16-bit craze. Well, excuse me. That's horrible. Did you hear that? I did. Wow, that was gross. Um, <laughs> let's try that again. The eight, okay. I thought you were going to say something about Crazed 11. So. <laughs> the 8-bit, 16-bit Crazed 11. Um, no, it, honestly, 
the the feeling that this track invokes is probably better than the song itself. Just takes you right back. Oh, absolutely. There's, it, there's no other feeling that you get that can replace hearing that Sega sound. You know what I mean? And 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 specifically when you when you think of like Streets of Rage and Streets of Rage Two, and it doesn't matter what track you're listening to, they all take you right back. It doesn't matter. That's it's true. just it's it's so fun to just listen to those soundtracks and reminisce on 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 the times of yore, kind of like the music that you know we're playing today from from yore. That's true. Because none of these songs are new. <laughs> from yesteryear. That's correct. <laughs> now, on the Wii, did you ever get into the last story? No. Do you remember no. this one, though? I don't, and to be honest, I'm, I'm slightly embarrassed because the problem was I purchased a Wii, and I had everything, and then I realized that I didn't like it as much as I thought I would, so I sold all of it to a buddy. And that was the last time I ever really played the Wii. So, well, see, I, I, I have I have my Wii still, but I've never been a huge fan of it. I always talk about it. I, I didn't really like the direction that Nintendo was going at the time with the Wii and um, the DS. And, you know, I, I skipped out on pretty much that entire generation, came back somewhat. You know, I, I played some things here and there on the Wii, but for the most part, I missed out on a lot of great things. And and one of those Sorry, things was the last story. <laughs> I hear there was some hidden gems on there. I I did play Monster Hunter Try with Bruce. See, I played uh, Xenoblade, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles on the Wii. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there wasn't a whole lot that drew me to it. But I, I feel bad that I missed this one. This, yeah. Listening to this song made me wish that I had played it. Well, it's so, like, classically rooted in, in what you would think of with, with tavern music and medieval music. But I, I've always wanted to, you know, go back and, and do this game or play through it because it's the, you know, Hironobu Sakaguchi and Mistwalker from Final Fantasy. Um, it, it was, what like, part of the stuff that he was doing after he had left Square, after doing Blue Dragon and Lost Odyssey with Microsoft. This was his next thing that... Um, I think Nintendo even published this game over in Japan and Europe. And then I think Xseed is the one that published it here in North America. Because oh, for gotcha, some reason, gotcha. Nintendo didn't feel like, you know, the Western audience would accept this game, I guess. And that's probably true. I think, you know, the sales here were probably really limited. But something that I don't really want to play through, though, uh, is Age of Conan, Hyborian Adventures. <laughs> Do you remember that one? Yeah, man, I was shocked that you brought this one into there on the playlist. I'm gonna be well, the, 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 the actual track is good, though. Oh, it's very good. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it, it's this, like, bad, you know, in Conan, and I remember, I think even in Conan Exiles, any time that there was, like, a, a pub built or something, they had, like, the girls dancing on the inside and on the outside, but they always do, like, these these belly-dancing type stuff in the Conan universe, and and this track just nails that, dude. I played Age of Conan Hyborian Adventures. Me too. I still have the CD-ROM. I feel like the only thing it's worth nowadays is, like, throwing it up in the air and using it as, like, a pigeon for shotgun practice, you know? Like, <laughs> the game... The game wasn't anything to write home about. It was okay. It, you know, it, it, it's not like it was a terrible game by any stretch. It just came out, I think, at the wrong time. 
I think it was a couple years too late. I think this was a time when the market was saturated with MMORPGs. And if you wanted to play a single player experience that was kind of like this Dragon Age was really popping off, I think, right? Like right around that time. Well, I could this be talking will... out of my, you know what? No, you're usually pretty intelligent. This game released in 2008. <laughs> 2008. And I think Dragon Age Origins was the first one, and that released in 2009. So, yeah. Yeah, right around there. You know, so it was one of those things where it was like, eh, you know, a lot of games were kind of hitting this motif, kind of like the, you know, dark, uh, you know, fantasy type realm back in that day. And I just feel like, age, you know, it kind Conan kind of got, you know, washed out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely did. And it's just, it kind of reminded me a lot, you know, listening to this, of our adventures in Conan Exiles a few years oh, back yeah. with with friend of the show, Tack. Yeah, so. I miss you, Tack. What? Yeah, he's, st- he's still making his game, man. Do you ever pop into his streams? Oh, yeah, he's, he's always on at like 1130 at night, though, and I'm an old man now, and I fall asleep, so I don't watch him. Dude, he is, he is really plugging away on that game. Like, he is... He is getting to the point where he might, I think he's talking about in his stream about doing like a, a teaser trailer or like a hype trailer soon. He needs to do a Kickstarter so we can feature it on Kickstart My Heart five days in a row. I know. You need every podcast episode. People would be sick of one. hearing about it. They'd be sick of it. All right, man. Well, before I let you go and before you uh, retire off into the tavern of, of your choosing let's go ahead and take a listen to three more tracks and then we'll be back to uh, discuss these ones right after you're listening to tavern number two from Pirates Gold released in 1993 composed by Ken Lagasse Listening to the German Tavern Song from Wolfenstein the Old Blood, released May 5th, 2015, composed by Mick Gordon. Hey! 
listening to Tavern Tales from East Shade, released February 13th, 2019, composed by Phoenix Glendenig.
because you're here, Sean, I had to include something from a Pirates game. Now, it's of not course. Sid Meier's Pirates. Now, I know, I know. That's famously the one that you've never finished. You're still playing it. You've still yet to beat it. I know it's been 20-some years. This Pirates game, Pirates Gold, I think Do you have this on... one, too? It was from 1993. It, so here's the deal. It came out, I believe, was it on the Commodore? The first Pirates was on, like, a, a DOS-based PC. And then they released Pirates Gold on Sega... Genesis, and I played it a lot as a kid on Sega Genesis, and then they remade it on like Xbox as Sid Meier's Pirates, and that's the most recent version we have today. But it's all the same game. Yeah, you're yeah, you're right. Yeah, Pirates Every Gold is a time. remake of Sid Meier's Pirates. It's just a minor improvement with a slightly better graphics. If and you then, guys want to hear, and then the, the one you're still Pirates playing, Gold music. Is, is the one that was released in 2004. That's the one you've still yet to finish. The one on the Sega Genesis is the best version. I don't care what anybody says. The next one that's the best version is the one that I never finished, and that's that's the one you can get on Steam and all that stuff. Now, have you actually ever finished it? Or have no, you really no. never... Is it... But it's I mean, hard. I don't care what anyone says, dude. You gotta find your daddy, your mommy, your brother, your sister. I mean, you gotta get everybody, dude. And it's just crazy because every time you go and you hunt down the the marquee and you fight him, he gives you like a little hint. So you gotta like bust four bosses down to complete a map to get one family member. And you gotta do that like five times. It's a lot. It is a lot. And I, I don't got the time. I gotta plunder, homie. What am I supposed to do? Tortuga's calling. <laughs> I don't got time to go find mommy. I gotta go freaking. I gotta go hit up Barbados, bro. So I, I don't know. The games are amazing, though. I love them, and and hopefully you guys enjoy this tavern music uh, jam from Pirates Gold. It's, in my opinion, not my favorite track from the games, but it definitely gets that feel across, which is all you. Can oh, absolutely, for. absolutely, and you know, a, a good representation of a nice pirate tavern because you know it's not always just medieval taverns or things like it, that yeah. so 100 percent. i actually looked up in preparation for this episode the middle ages ended around 1500 yes i, I, so I it's think like, that's true i think they had pirates right around then too yeah yeah it was 1492 it all fits. right that's columbus when columbus sailed the ocean, sailed blue. The ocean blue but he was not the first oh, he was not the first he was that's not the first i know taking all the credit we're not down with Columbus on this show. The only Columbus we're down with is uh, is the city Columbus, of Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, the Columbus, the Ohio State Buckeyes, baby. Woo! Oh, man. So, uh, you know, going across the, the pond over to Germany, we have Wolfenstein, the Old Blood, and the Tavern German song. I like this. I love the, the way this sounds, drink. dude. I love this. And, and first of all, the games are so freaking good as it is. Like, Machine Games has done an amazing thing with the remakes of Wolfenstein. If you've never played them, they are excellent. Just like the most recent Dooms have been excellent. The, all the recent Wolfensteins have been stellar, stellar games. I haven't played them, and I, I kind of feel bad about that. I've got some some serious regret. You know, I, I think I had some FOMO back when I first got the Switch, and I was like, oh, you know, maybe I should get the Wolfenstein, and I just wasn't playing gory shooters back then, and, and I still don't now, but I I, I kind of dabble here and there. I, 
I just feel like the Wolfenstein games do a great job of being kind of serious and kind of not. This song oh, yeah. is very 100%. jovial for 100%. coming out of a Wolfenstein game. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, they 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 are very tongue in cheek. They know what they're doing. Um, it's they they make a lot of jokes. <laughs> yeah, but they're they're great games, um, and the soundtracks are always excellent. But yeah, I, I love that this version here is just literally all of it put together. It it's so well done. It, it's it's a great rendition of the actual tavern like song that they're all singing and stuff in the game. It's great. It's awesome. It, it honestly it makes me want to go hang out in a tavern. Yeah, like, like go. This, and... this is a song that like maybe isn't the best to listen to but man when you're singing it it's great like this song is the baseball of bg mania you know super great to be there watching it on tv eh, eh. and if you like baseball make sure you check out our discord there's a link <laughs> to sign up for the fantasy mlb league that we're producing through level down games uh the interest is not that high in that fantasy mlb league currently uh, myself and Frank are the only two in there so uh, hopefully some others will join in if you're interested it's all on a first come first serve basis make sure you go discord check it out Go Do you understand it. me? Sean's not going to be there. Sean's probably not going to be there, guys, because I can't is, even Sean keep is up with losing the horribly, horribly in hockey and in, in in NBA leagues. <laughs> yeah, man. F COVID. Aren't you? You're good. actually you're actually against Sev this week. I don't even know. I didn't even check. It's like the battle of ages this week, man. It's you versus Sev. Well, now I'm going to start trying. <laughs> Before I let you go, Sean, I do want to quickly talk about the uh, Tavern Tales track that we listened to before coming back from East Shade, a game that oh, I've so good. never played. But after stumbling upon this track while doing some prep for this episode, I started looking into this, and, and it's actually a game that I honestly think you would really be down with, Sean, because it, it just sounds like a you game. Because in this game, I looked it up, and, and I think it's a game that I'm going to pick up after, again, hearing this track and looking into it more. Again, I think it's something you would really like. You're a traveling painter, and you're exploring this island that is called Eastshade. And you're basically going around the island and painting sums like what you see and the residents and you talk to them and you make friends and like paint them uh, like one of my french girls yeah yeah this, this <laughs> exactly you can even do whatever i'm sure the game probably you know doesn't let you free paint but <laughs> I'm, I'm the idiot who tried to do that stuff in like mario paint like i, I i've grown i've grown up a little bit okay but back then yeah yeah i i definitely was <laughs> this this game is graphically stunning, though, for for a, a very small indie game that came out, you know, a little bit over two years ago. And it has very positive reviews on Steam by over over 3,000. So, wow. No, yeah, it looks like gorgeous. I, like I said, this game just looks so freaking cool. I added it to my wish list. I, I'm going to pick it up eventually. Like, it just, it, I don't know. It's, it's a really cool concept for a game. It, and, honestly, it looks like... It looks like Bethesda put it out. It's that good. Yeah, no, graphically, it's great. And, and, and I mean, if it is a walking simulator, you know, not to use that in a negative term or negative tone, but, you know, if that is the style that this game is because it is an exploration game and you, you think like Firewatch or everybody's gone to the Rapture or things like that, which would be 
walking simulators too. I don't use that. As, I don't. I, I know a lot of people use that in a, as a bad way. I don't. That's just how I describe these well, games. I, you know, I would say a lot of those games. The reason why they get knocked is because, you know, they don't immerse you very much with the graphic style, and so you have to really be into the story. This, I mean, this looks like a tech demo. Like, this is something you just show off. So if it's just a walking simulator, like, all and, right. I mean, if you watch gorgeous. the trailers, that's kind of what I'm gathering. Like, you you know, you're in this first person view and you're moving about the world. And again, it looks great in motion, too. Like, it's not just the, the still photos, but you're basically capturing on screen, like, inside of a box what you want to be on the canvas. And then it'll, like, translate that into the paint. It's so freaking cool, dude. And it, it just beautiful. seems like such a peaceful little game. Uh, it's 25 bucks. I, I'm, I'm surprised, but I mean, it seems to be doing well. So yeah. I'm going to pick this up eventually. I don't know when, but I, I did add it to my wish list and I, I'm going to play it through. I'm surprised that I had not heard of it until I actually did some research into other tavern type music and stumbled upon this soundtrack. And I was like, what the hell is this? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> no, it, it, this song belongs in any of the games that we've played music from so far except for like Streets of Rage 2. Like oh, this absolutely. is how how good the music is that it could it could go into any tavern any game anywhere. It's 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 that good. So. Yeah. And uh Sean, you are that good because you made it through another episode of PG Mania. What? I survived. You survived. You did it. I did okay. You happy Stone okay. Cold Day. Thanks for yeah. having me. It's been yeah, a pleasure, happy man. 316, and uh, hopefully it won't be another Jesus. It's So that was what, August, September, October? It's, it's going to be another it's been like, eight months. nine months. It's been almost yeah. eight months, so hopefully We're it doesn't go take full that term long. Hopefully I it doesn't take again. that long for, uh, for you to be back on BG Mania. But if they do... <laughs> The listeners want to keep up with your antics and shenanigans. They can occasionally uh, hear you over on the Level Down Games podcast every Monday as well. That's real. That's real. I, I have a Twitter account. I don't do anything on it. It's at LDG. If you. Yeah, you finally. It's been years since Sean has been on social media. I don't do anything, man. I think you the just, last you tweet just wanted I to follow. You just wanted to follow Pot, uh, Pat McAfee. You're dang right I did. It's an American treasure right there. <laughs> Love that man. Kiss him on right, the lips man. if I could. <laughs> All right, man. It's been a pleasure. That is unfortunately going to bring us to the close of the show for this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible, of course, by leveldowngames.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to bgmania at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you could drop on over to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash leveldowngames. Subscribe to us there. And if you haven't already, while you're at it, hit up twitch.tv forward slash leveldowngames and click that follow button. Stalking us on social media is perfectly acceptable. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook would be the place to do so. Check that description box for the appropriate links. And of course, in that description box, you will find a link to our Discord server. Click it, join it, and interact with us. Taking us out of this episode, we're going to be taking a listen to Tavern Tomfoolery from Sly Cooper, Thieves in Time, released February 5th, 2013, composed by Peter McConnell. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.